following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Cowboys! This is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are, getting closer and closer to mm-hmm. the start of the NFL season. It is right. Thursday in one week. It's kicking off, man. SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. Mm. Rams, Bills. It's going to be a good one. Last year's Super Bowl champions against this year's Super Bowl champions. You, you calling it out like that? Barry Church. Josh Allen. That's right. Right here. sound like me out here making a prediction. On the Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos, Barry Church, Newey Scruggs is going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Bills To represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. That's right. Let's ride. (laughs) Talk about let's ride. Did you you see the deal he just signed? Mm. Young Russell. Russell Wilson. Okay, if you're Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson is the exact guy you want to be. Um... That's what you want to be yeah. in terms of negotiating the contracts in these four-year increments. That's what you want. Russell, yeah. Russell's continuing to cash. Yeah, and, and if he plays his cards right, you know, all health considered, he might be able to cash in for a third time after this one, which is remarkable. I mean, that guy, was he a fourth-round pick? Fourth, fifth-round third. third-round pick? Third-round pick. Because of the height. He, he ain't taller than me. Yeah, uh, it's cause, that's true. Because of, of the height factor. But, but yes, okay, Russell's getting getting, getting mm. another another bite another of the bag, apple. And, and, and that's what's going to happen for Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Hope you no, just so, so fans understand. It's a four-year deal, Dak, on a four-year extension. You never get to the fourth year of a deal if a team wants you. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's a makeup number. They're gonna keep yeah, they're gonna keep re-upping you. The fourth yep. year is a makeup number. What they're gonna do is, is by year three, they're gonna go negotiate because they you the player don't wanna have one year left on your deal yep. playing on So they're going to, and, and the cap number is gonna be high enough that they're gonna as a quarterback so high that trying to re- renegotiate it, make it work from there. So $165 million in guarantees for Russell oh, Wilson. So God. he's now number two in the league behind uh, Deshaun Watts, who's got $230 million guaranteed, Kyler Murray, $189.5 million guaranteed. So five years, $245 million contract extension for Big Russ, $165 million guarantee. I do want to know, did he get to have the Let's Ride trademark? He got to have it now. I mean, you give him that, give him a bag like that, you just say, you know what, Russell, that, that was your thing coming in. You got to get the trademark well, that, for that. Well, that's, that's, no, that's something that the Broncos are trying to go. Oh, I thought he was trying and the Broncos. So both, I thought they they're, were. They're both trying to do it, apparently. Oh, man. Well, so, you got to give it to Russell. I would hope he negotiated yeah, in say, there. He, I would he, hope he negotiated in there, but the Broncos are using it as less ride on their video jumbo oh, trust. So there and man. Russell's so they, there's apparently I was told by a media member there his team was apparently in a discussion about trying to trademark it, but then the team was as well. So I don't know where it's gonna end up yeah, at. We'll see. We'll but see. but so for anyone that talks about the Cowboys and where they're at the salary cap, understand at some point in time, very soon, you're going to have to renegotiate Dak Prescott. And when you think about where where it's going here for the Cowboys after this season. C.D. Lamb, yeah, got to read him up. Trayvon Diggs, he's yeah, because he's a second, he's a second rounder, so he only had four years. He don't got a fifth right. year option, so yeah, right. you got to get him in there. The next year after that, you've got Michael Parsons, mm-hmm. and we are he about to get the super bag. And this is where you've got to look into Dak Prescott's deal. Yeah, you got after to. that. So, yeah. so, so this is 
and when people you talk about, well, the Cowboys are they've got such and such, you know, before camp. What did Chris before camp like twenty two million dollars? The Cowboys were under the cap right now, and people are like you know, hey, this money, go spend this money, spend this money. They've got this thing earmarked for people. Yeah, they got to save gonna, up. They're going to have to figure out where do we take it. Dalton Schultz. You know, He's playing on the franchise this year. But that's almost $11 million. Yeah. And, and that $11 million, you have to have it within the cap. So by Dalton Schultz not signing a long-term deal, so let's say they could have given him maybe, say, 8 or $9 million in a guarantee up front, mm-hmm. that's money you could save as you're trying to negotiate contracts. You get to trick the book a little mm-hmm. bit. Manipulate but, the numbers. But when you don't, you got to put all that, boom, here's almost $11 million straight right here for Dalton Schultz. Mm. And that's another question the Cowboys have after this season. They're going to have to. I mean, because like you said, you got the Dalton Schultz. And it's not like these are, these are you know, just average players out here. These are your franchise players that you're going to have to pay in some sort of fashion. So, like you said, the, the book's coming up on these guys ASAP. You got Dak, Diggs, Parsons coming around the corner. So, And then you got a couple auxiliary pieces here and there that you may need to, to, to break some bread off to as well. You were one of those starters yeah. where the Cowboys look at, hey, this is a player, we like the player, but when we look at all the players we have to pay. It was it's a priority list. Priority, priority list. list. And then, as in your situation, Dalton Schultz, I can see the same thing happening for Dalton Schultz. Here's Jacksonville with a whole lot of money. They go if you, and, and then Dalton Schultz will be a fool to pass it up. And and to the point of, hey, look, not only are they going to pay you, but they're going to pay you significantly more than yes. the Cowboys because yes. they have to. Yes, that's what the market dictates. So you would be a, Dalton Schultz if he doesn't take that big money from somewhere else, he would be a fool to stick around here. I mean, and, it's simple as that. And the Cowboys are in a situation, and it's very much so. Where uh, Stephen Jones said, we like Dalton Schultz. We tried to keep him. But they tried to keep him at their number, which you've been at. Oh, yeah, I've been there. They, you know, tried, to, so, they tried to they hit you with the low ball, saying, you know, this is the Cowboys. You know, you're coming back to this franchise, you know. And that's all well and good. But you know what the NFL stands for? Not for long. So you got to go ahead and get the bag while you can. And hopefully Dalton Schultz falls in those footsteps. Because like you said, all those players that need to be paid in the future, they're gonna, I mean, they're going to prioritize them above a Dalton Schultz. So you got to look out for yourself. Go out there and have a hell of a season this year. And then when next year comes around, go chase the bag. Look, Dalton Schultz, in my opinion, the way I look at this team right now, should have, do not be surprised if Dalton Schultz is in the Pro Bowl right now. The way we're the way we're looking at, we haven't seen the first game where where Kellen Moore rolls out what they're going to do, but I would suspect Dalton Schultz being a top five receiver when it comes to just catches and targets alone. Because if you look at it. You know, outside of CeeDee Lamb, who's your bona fide number one, you know, the rest of these guys are unproven talent. You know, even when a James Washington comes back, you know, you still got a lot of young guys that really don't have that same rapport like Dalton Schultz has with Dak Prescott. So I feel like if, you know, CeeDee's going to be the number one targeted guy, it has to be Schultz right behind him. So you're saying, what, maybe 100 catches, maybe 1,000 yards? I mean, he's going to be one of those top receiving tight ends in the league this year, simple simple fact, because he's going to be the number two target, and they're going to have to get the ball. Because like you mentioned uh, last episode, Teams are going to double-team CD, and they're going to say, all right, the rest of y'all, y'all going to have to beat man-to-man coverage. And if Dalton Schultz is able to do that consistently, he should have a hell of a season. And you start to think about the Pro Bowls and Pro Bowl tight ends. So, you know, it's NFC, AFC, so you've got Kelsey. Everybody's on that side. Right. You know, Darren (laughs) Waller is over here. And so, you know, and Gronk has retired. The only one you got to deal with is Kittle. That's pretty much it. And, you know, poor George. You can't write write 17 down for George. No. 
I know. Hey. I had him in fantasy. You can't Don't write do seven. That. Don't do that. <laughs> and then he's also dealing with a rookie, or not a rookie quarterback, but a young quarterback yeah, in there trying Lance. to find his way. So, so the opportunity it's for there. him to be to be a Pro Bowl tight end, to be one of two, three selected, it's there. It is there for Dalton oh, Schultz. Not a doubt. And after the season, it's going to get to the point where he's got a Pro Bowl. He should have a Pro Bowl resume mm-hmm. and production. And it would not surprise me if the Cowboys said Dalton. Here's the number again. This is the best we can do. Yeah. And Dalton Schultz say, you know what? I want an Njoku contract. And that's what and he and he if he does what we both think he'll be able to do, I mean, that's all within his right to go out there and chase that bag. Because I, I, I want a Kelsey contract. Yeah. And and then there they'll there'll be a team who's got a quarterback that they say, you know what, we need to give our quarterback a blanket. He's a he is a damn good security blanket. I don't think he's the most dynamic guy out there. Like I don't think you can, and we'll see. Time will tell. But I don't think you can just flex him out there and let him beat anybody. But as far as a security blanket, understanding how defenses work in zone coverages and being able to sit down in that zone and present yourself to your quarterback, he's an, he does an excellent job at that. He is a bona fide security blanket, somewhat like an uh, Witten Witten esque. I ain't gonna say he's as good as Witten, but sure, he's, sure. he's Witten esque when it comes to that regard. Right. You know, and there's there's not a bunch of Kyle Pitts is running around. There. No, there, no, there's just not. You know, and that's the other thing I think people people say. Well, you know, is he that kind of guy? Well, I'm sorry, at the tight end position, there are not many mm. of that kind of guy. But it starts to come down into who are you paying? And after this season, depending on what Tyler Smith does at left tackle, yeah. they're going to have to ask themselves. How do we address the position? Do we just say he's fine right there? And, oh, by the way, Connor McGovern's a free agent. Yeah, and it, depending on the season, he may have. They may want to, hey, this guy, he, he figured it out. He got the wheels turning, and he was able to perform well at the guard position. And if not, do you go out on this yeah. market and get somebody? Do you put in a draft pick? So the Cowboy offensive line right now, you start to think about just – and you think about decisions that are going to have mm-hmm. to be made and where you're spending dollars at. You know, Will McClay and Stephen Jones are going to have a chore after this season to figure out roster construction and, and what they do. So there, this is going to be a really interesting year for a lot of players and, and what they decide you, to do. Let me ask you this. Is, is Terrence, Terrence Hill was undrafted, correct? Mm-hmm. And so he's going into his third third yes. year, right? So this will be what is it, three three. So this will be up what, one of was last year. It's going to come into another such yeah. situation. What do you do now? I'll say this: there are going to be certain times where they say, "Hey, look, let's franchise this particular player." Yeah. For instance, you may want to franchise Tony Pollard after the season. Running backs are not getting great numbers, so it's not like trying to franchise. You, you try to franchise defensive end, that's twenty mil. Yeah, that's off the books, real quick. Right, right, real right. Quick. So you know, but but you know, like so, almost eleven million for Dalton Schultz. Okay, we can do that. Mm-hmm. So if it's that number, Chris Beam, uh, our producer, check on what the running back number is on a yeah. franchise. But they they could conceivably do that. So they could. I mean, I, there's so many. Interesting situations the Cowboys can go after this season when it comes in terms of looking at the team, money, who you pay, where do you go in the draft? Have you drafted and developed guys that can get ready to roll? I mean, it is that's that to me is the fascinating part about having a young football team. By the way, Cowboys are the third youngest football team. I, when you sent that in the group chat, I was like, man. And then I got to thinking about it. I'm like, man, they are extreme. When when Dak Prescott, who what, he just turned 29, mm-hmm. is one of your mm-hmm. elder statements, statement out there. I mean, that's a, that's a young football team, a young football team overall. And defensively, they're extremely young on that side. So 
These guys can be good for years to come if they're able to keep this uh, this nucleus together. I, I remember the conversation from head coach Mike McCarthy. and It was either the first or second day, but I want to say it was the first day, mm-hmm. when he met with the media and he said, the youth of our football team is going to have an impact. And he spoke about how early in the year these, these kids are going to have an impact, meaning in some ways, because the way he said it, I thought he kind of covered himself in terms of, hey, guys, um, we're going to play some young people here. <laughs> so get ready for some early bumps in the road. Right. Yeah. We, you know, th- th- there could be some issues. Mm-hmm. But you got to play them, play them early enough, and then hope you know they improve during the year. So I thought Mike said that in a way that hey, pay attention to what this what he's saying. Yeah. Pay attention. He's not trying to give you an excuse, but he's trying to say, tell you this is what happens when you, when you have young players. To Mike's credit, he comes from Green Bay where that's what the philosophy they have with Ted Thompson as the general mm-hmm. manager and he was coaching. They played a lot of young guys. Yeah. And, and so, and as you're seeing right now, there's going to be a bunch of young guys out here. There's going to be a lot of young guys. And, and that makes me nervous for McCarthy. I mean, because like you said, this isn't like, you know, he got some leeway. You know, I don't believe he has a lot of leeway. I think this year may be his year to to, to be the prove that he can be the leader of this team and make a long whatever whatever it is, so, whatever success is, okay. whatever we whatever we see success is. This is his year where he got to prove that he can be that for the Dallas Cowboys. If we're asking the fair question, okay, this is a philosophy that's been embraced by the Joneses. Yeah. So if Jerry and Steven have embraced the philosophy that, playing hey, the young players are playing yeah. young players, drafting guys, Developing, yeah. working with these guys, and trying to figure, hey, we're, we're, you know, it's like the, what, the 80-20 rule. 20% of you guys making 80% of the money. So <laughs> if that's going to be the case where you're paying these people here, that means you've got to draft and develop guys. So don't you have to have the patience for it? Don't you have to bake that in? If you're trying to be fair in how you evaluate the coach, you you would believe so. You would think that you know that has to be a part of it. You know, you're playing, you're developing these young guys. The whole philosophy here is we like to build within and develop you know, young guys and get them a chance to earn starting jobs and all that good stuff. You would believe that would be the philosophy to have patience with your head coach, but. Do we believe if this team doesn't make the playoffs at all, they're going to have the patience to keep Mike McCarthy around? You and I and Danny talked about this on the Players' Lounge many a time. We expected Tyron to miss four games. Yeah, he's penciled in. Penciled so in. now it's happened. Is that used against Mike McCarthy if this team doesn't make the playoffs or they don't end up in a long playoff run? If you're a guy who you who's an all-decade player that you, Jerry Steven Jones, thinking he was going to be okay, and he wasn't? So who does that fall on as far as the backup plan for that situation? Does it fall on McCarthy, or does it fall on um, you know upper management, that they didn't have a good backup plan, a solid backup okay. plan for when Tyron went down? This is the beauty of being the owner. You get to decide. <laughs> It ain't me. It's y'all. Literally, you you get to decide. <laughs> yeah. Jerry's the same guy that got to decide and say, you know what, three, eight, and eight seasons from Jason Garrett's okay. He can stay. It's yeah. okay. You know, yeah. That's what you get to do. Whereas here's Lovey Smith, who ends up winning 10 games and and missing the playoffs with a 10-6 record, and the Bears saying, You're fired. You're not good enough. Yeah. So so you don't you don't know. That yeah. that's the thing, is you don't you never know what what is the tolerance level, and then of course, like anything. You can fire whoever you want. Who do you replace them with? Yeah. I constantly talk to fans about that. Yeah. And be like, oh, Sean Payton, Sean Payton. Like all, I don't know if you do as many of these radio interviews nationally as I do, <laughs> but, but people keep trying to just put. Pencil in Sean Payton. Right. And you, I, you taught me about this where if you bring in a Sean Payton, are you willing to give the keys up 
And that's the whole thing. Like, I, I can see Jerry saying, you know, all right, I'm, I'm good. You got the keys. But is Steven going to be okay with that? It's three levels of Sean Payton. The first level, you have to compensate the Saints. And that's one. Okay? He left. He was still under contract when he left. So, you got to compensate them. If I'm the Saints, I want a one. Yep. Minimum, if I'm the Saints, I want a one. Mm. So, that's, that's number one. Yep. Number two, you have to compensate them. The rumors when when Miami got fined recently, it was it was they were the conversation was ten to twelve million dollars a year for Sean Payton to go coach the Dolphins. Mm. They were going to get Sean Payton and Tom Brady. Does that count against the cap, or is it just okay? It doesn't count. But still, people aren't trying to pay it. Yeah, that's high. That's that's hefty. Right. That's That's the reason why. (laughs) Not that's the reason why you don't see a lot of people making that. (laughs) So. That's two levels. Yeah. Le- level number three, he wants to run things. He wants some control. And I can, and like I said, I can see Jerry saying okay, but Steven, I mean, I feel like you know, when, kind of, and I could be completely wrong with this, but I feel like you know, when it comes to decision making, I feel like Steven is is becoming that role where he's yes or no guy. He's the one that's saying yes or no. Does he want to give up the keys when he just got the keys? He's got say. He's got juice. Yes. yes. He he he's at the table. He's at the decision making table. Does he want to give up that juice or at least a portion of that juice? Now, I, I don't know. So when I've done those interviews, those same interviews with people, I said I, I present them those three levels. And I said, now, if you're saying you don't want Mike McCarthy and you're looking behind that next door and you open up the Sean Payton door, those are three levels. You've also Dan, got Dan Quinn sitting mm-hmm. there, who Jerry likes yeah. and Jerry paid to stay. And the players love. You don't have to compensate the Saints. Nope. You don't have to give them $15 million. Nah, I would say no. You don't have to give him control. Which he, option do you think a man who's created the most uh, valuable sports franchise uh, in the world is going to make? Yeah, we already know what that decision is going to be. How do you stay a billionaire? We, we already know what that decision is going to be. Right. And, go with DQ? and you played here and you've been a part of change. They like to keep continuity. Yeah. When they have continuity, they like. They love it. I mean, like, like you said, we saw the whole Jason Garrett era went down. You know, eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight made it playoffs here and there. They love to keep it in house, and they love to keep developing from the inside. Whether it's coaches, whether it's players, they love that philosophy. So I can see a scenario where if it if if it came down to those two guys, they would choose option B, which would be Dan Quinn. Because, like you said, I, I, to me personally, I just cannot see. Stephen or Jerry saying, okay, you know what? Here, here, here Sean, but it's your franchise now. You make all the decisions regarding anything that goes on. I, to me, that's hard pressed to believe. I'll come back into this one. Mike uh, Mike McCarthy, according to Stephen Jones, has not gotten a fair shake from people like me in the media. He she said, "Man, you guys are too hard on him." But because you can't, I mean, you got to criticize him on something. He he doesn't call the plays defensively. He doesn't call the plays offensively. So what is he in charge of? Game management and making sure this team is accountable and disciplined. And what have we seen these past two years? Okay, that's, that, that's not a checkbox. You won twelve games last year. You did. How many times in this franchise's history have they won 12 games? You look at the last 20 years, how many times have they won 12 it's games? It's been a handful, just a handful. Okay, yeah. exactly, hand. Handful. So it's not yeah. happening It's not happening every day around here, yeah. okay? It just doesn't happen every day. Now, and I'll give this other one for I'll give this other one for Mike McCarthy. And David Moore, the Dallas Morning News, had, had said this to me. It was really good. He says, a part of the problem for Mike McCarthy is he's now locked into the disappointment. And every year the Cowboy fan has disappointment. So now it's 26 years since mm-hmm. you last won it. You pay for it. It's like you're paying for the sins of not winning and not meeting the standard. And you can get to the point in time where you start getting mad at people 
who won 12 games? Is that really what we want to do? When you look at it, though, I mean, defensively, where was this team? They were a top 10, 15 defense. Offensively, I think they were number one when it comes to yards and points and all that. So when it came down to the playoffs, what, what bit this team in the butt? Penalties sure, sure, and game management. Sure. You're right. I would caution you to look at the Chicago Bears, who got rid of Lovey Smith mm-hmm. after he went 10-6. They're still looking They're for 10 They ain't sniffed Remember the Lions? Oh, you know, nine and seven. That's not good enough. Okay, so Bob Quinn, go, the go GM, go, yeah, go go hire Matt. We, we need better than nine. Ain't can't find nine. Can't find close. eight. <laughs> okay, they were happy with what two, 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 three wins. Okay, they living living up here. You know, they they're wishing there was an NFL lottery mm. for the draft because they keep finishing top five and can't get to one. <laughs> so, so I would caution fans who who have this drumbeat of hey man, get rid of Mike McCarthy. Do you know what's behind door number two, and are you sure you're truly going to make it better? Let's not and – and people are like, man, they won, they won half your games in the division. Okay? You won them, right? That's the, that's the end of it. The W's or losses. You know, last year the Ravens finished last in their division. So some we're almost to the point in time where we discount the winning. I'm not excusing the – Penalties. I'm not excusing how bad they looked against the 49ers in that playoff. I'm not. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I am more than willing to say this man deserves the opportunity to go out here and, and get another shot. And if it doesn't go his way, are you going to go out here and blame and put it all on him because 77 was gone? So you have to say basically if he, if, you, if you're critical of him on the losses, then you got to give him some credit when it comes to these W's. And I, and I understand that. I can and see that way. I can see that way. Let's talk draft and development. Okay, first off, and I'll give – this is one I didn't know, and I'll give Stephen Jones credit on Stephen told me, he says, he's – Mike is the one that went got Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. I said, I thought it was you guys. He said, no, it was, it was Mike. Okay. So he, he he gets credit for that. Okay. Because that because Dan Quinn, to me, was the biggest – and Daniel be or Daniel be attested as he was the biggest free agent acquisition. In, right. What, so so you brought ago. in Dan Quinn, and you listened to him, and you let him do his thing. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these coaches, and you've been a part of it, some yeah, of these coaches, oh, yeah. they, they, they micromanage it to death. Yeah, you ain't lying. So he let Dan Quinn come in here, do what he wanted to do. They get Michael Parsons, there was a plan. They get uh, they get J.K., curse out here. They, they had a plan. Heavy draft was defense. Okay. Yeah. And, and you know what? Here's an offensive head coach who's like, fine, let's go defense. Mm-hmm. They talked about getting bigger and better. I mean, on the off, on the defensive front, they did the they things did that. that he that he said he wanted done. Yep. We got to give him the credit there. Yeah, you do, you do, you do. And you start to think about here's Trevon Diggs develops into a, a All Pro player. Micah Parsons, you drafted All Pro player. Was see, my only thing is, but was he also the guy that brought in Mike Nola? Correct. Now, so, now, now, you are correct, sir, 100%. And I was down on him for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you calling out on that. I was so down on him for that. Out on that. They gave him the opportunity to fix it. And he did. And he fixed it. And he did. So you got to give him credit. He fixed it. He fixed that he, mistake. They, they talked about a mulligan. Okay. And he turned that mulligan into 12. Disappo- you know, it was you, a disappointing you loss, turned but he the turned mu- it into 12. You turned the mulligan into the strength of the football team. Well, Yeah. So, so I and I and I say this not trying to be the super apologist, but trying to say, let's also be fair. Let's let's look at this other side because we've criticized so much about one side, and that's where Stephen was talking about. Like, hey man, let 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 let's look over here. Now, there's some things that I would say, and I said it on our on Tuesday. 
Why didn't you have a better plan for Tyler Smith? If you planned on him going out here to left tackle, why wasn't this young Put man? Him out there. And why wasn't he at the practices against the Chargers at left tackle, the Broncos at left tackle, and spending some time at camp? Why? That is a legitimate criticism. Yeah, and I felt like, you know, with the, with the, with the whole decision-making process, they had their plan A, B, and C. And I think they're on plan C right now. But you would think, because, you know, A, maybe it was Josh Ball. He showed you he just ain't the answer. You know, the jury's still out on, on Matt Willesco yeah. out there. I think that was plan B. C was, all right, we're going to have to kick Tyler Smith out there. But if that's the case, if he's even remotely in the conversation for being a, a backup Oof. plan, you're going to have to get this guy over there at tackle at some point. Let yes. him get some reps with the threes or something at the tackle position just so it's not – and I understand he played it in college, but NFL in college, Tulsa in college, or Tulsa in the NFL, they're two different worlds. Ain't no, right? ain't no, it's Buddy Ryan saying ain't no East Carolina out there. You ain't playing no East Carolina, so – you got to get my man a little bit of reps out there. And he had the perfect opportunity with those combined practices, like you mentioned, to just at least get some one-on-ones at tackle. Shout out to the Pirates, by the way. Several of my boys play for the Pirates. East, East Carolina? Yeah, man. Shout out to Dwayne Harris out there, you know, man. East, you know, Carolina, East Carolina. One of the East Carolina greats. Hey, let's take a break. Okay. We'll talk about a potential left tackle that Oh, they tried man. out. Oh, let's, no, let's, let's do that. No. Let's do that. Let's do that. I know you're talking about Mr. Achilles out here. Barry, <laughs> Barry Church, New East Crooks, Player Sounds, brought to you by Tostitos. <laughs> Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping. And that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to the Players' Lounge. Here we are, Players' Lounge. Here we Scruggs Barry Church, Danny McCray with the day off. So, <sighs> what's the deal, man? What is the deal? Jason Peters. Uh, I don't uh. Cowboys are on the practice field right now. We are at the star. We are at the star here. And, um... I just I, I understand. Look, last year, Peters played what fifteen games for the for the Chicago Bears. 
you know, everybody, I didn't watch anything on him, but everybody's saying he, you know, he performed well when it came to the pass and the run blocking and all that stuff. To me, he's, 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 close, he's either 40 or he's getting up to 40. He's had some Achilles issues in the past. Do we really, do we really want to go down that road again? Is this going to be another, you know, Tyron Smith type issue where, you know, he only gives you maybe 10? Then we're in the same predicament that we were in now. You're a young man. But Chris, Chris, you'll remember this. <laughs> Chris, you'll remember. Back in the day, a guy named Larry Holmes. Larry heavyweight heavyweight Larry champion. Holmes. He, was, he, he followed Muhammad Ali. You know, was a heavyweight champion for 10 years. You know, guys in boxing can hang around too long. <laughs> Larry Holmes hung around too long, but he wanted to get one of them, them big paydays to fight yeah. Mike Tyson. Mm, no, he ain't got Yeah, When Mike Tyson was Mike Tyson. Yeesh. And then Tupac ended up making a song in the Machiavelli album. He he wrote a bar about Larry Holmes. He said, looking like Larry Holmes, flabby and sick. Damn. And that's, a, and that's the thing. I'm like, you saw a pictures of Jason Peters in the Bears outfit. Man. Come like, on, it's Larry man. Holmes. You got Larry Holmes out here. Come man. on, man. You got Larry. You got Larry. And it ain't like he coming here for free. But you're you going to have to pay the man a little no, bit. No, you don't. You're going to have to pay him a little no, bit you if, you, if you want him to be the starting left tackle. I don't know if he's going to make him the starting left tackle. Hey, I, I, first off, I would not I would not bring him in here with no guarantees to start left tackle. You think he's going to sign you, here with no you know guarantees? What? You can put in some incentives. Hey, if you start X amount of games, you may get yourself a bump. But I'm not sitting right here oh, paying this, him no starting he, tackle. He's a vet player now. He, he played he, on the minimum last year for the Bears, just letting you know. Oh, he played on the minimum last year. Yes, he did. did. You see, you know, you, man. And if you had Justin Fields on your fantasy team, you know he had a lot of rushing yards. Yeah. Look out! <laughs> so we gonna be in the same type of predicament. Now nah, look, look. This is what I'm gonna say. I can understand it, and you can sign him. He's a veteran. Help Smith learn some things. That's fine. But for the people thinking, oh, here's Jason Peters. No, he ain't there. You plugging him in here, and that's gonna be the guy. I don't know if I would be. I don't. I don't. I don't know yet. He, I don't know. No, don't, he's not the guy. And if you're bringing him in here just to teach him, you know, to give him a few pointers, can't Tyron Smith do that from from the sideline? Yeah, give yeah. give the guy some pointers. Tyron got some stuff he need to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ty- Peters played more than Tyron last year. If you really want to look at it, yeah, he gave him 15. He gave him 15. I mean, how many did Tyron give us? 13. 13. So, okay. You know. Yeah, but I, but okay, but Tyron was on the team. One third. They won third. They. I mean, what the, the Bears weren't good. They get, the they coach got fired, man. They weren't good last <laughs> year. Um, so he probably took the last game off. So that's one game, right? <laughs> He's like, I'm not playing the last game. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, I mean, the, the, the Eagles let him go for a reason, the, okay? The tires just, are weathered on that. He's on him, 40. Man. That's what I'm saying. 40. I, you, there's I mean, got to be other options. Hey, man, it should kill Barry week one. I mean, uh, I mean and right now, the options aren't pretty. Let's just be honest, man. No, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of great options out Rookie there. Rookie out here who hadn't done it. Dude who's 40 out here trying to. But if he's your future, would you just say, you know what? He's the, the, let's throw him in the fire. But you haven't put him in the position. Oh, yeah. They're, they're doing him a disservice. I, that, I'll, I'm with you okay. on that. They that's doing my, him a disservice. That's my issue. Yeah, they, they, they're doing you know, him a disservice. Like, okay, Micah Parsons last year, they had a plan for him at camp, and they worked it, and they kept giving him stuff. Hey, here you go. When Tyron got here, man, he was playing right tackle. They put him out there. He was going up against where they were like, hey, man, we're getting you ready to go. To be that guy? To be that guy. Even when. After Kellen got hurt and Romo got hurt, you saw him spending all that time with Dak. What do we do? Mm-hmm. I mean, here's Garrett after practice working, but we're getting you ready to go. And he's playing the preseason games, and they didn't do that. They didn't. And they that's did not. that's that's the service. That's that's my frustration. And so I ended up asking, could this hurt McCarthy at the end? 
if the Cowboys don't have the kind of year that they want. But I'll say this right now, and talking to several local media people, there's several folks who've got the Cowboys winning 10-plus games. 10-plus? Oh, yeah. <sighs> Ten, hmm. 10 and 7 don't sound too outlandish to me, but when you start getting into the 11 and 12 realm, I'm like, eh, that means you got to be, you, 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 that means you're winning outside of the division games as well. And I, mm. I, got, I, I know two media people have got them winning 11. I know one media person's got winning 10. Even with 10. The, pat, the injuries and all that stuff we just talked about, they still got them up there. Hey, I'm, so I'm just saying, there mm. are people out here who, 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 who believe that Tyron's injuries, the train's still going to keep rolling. So even after history shows that if Tyron Smith misses games, it ain't like this offense keeps on the train that is going. You know, it ain't like the production just staying right there. They still got them boys winning, you know, 12, 10 plus games. That's, hey man, that's a shocker, man. That's a shocker. Some people on that narcotic. Yeah, I, I was one of them a couple of years ago, giving, giving that blue Kool Aid. I was, I was on it. Can't put it down. I was on it. Dak went down. It's okay. We got Andy Dalton. We got. I was on it, and yeah. That <laughs> it didn't work out for me in that situation. So, so there you go. There's some people that are, you know. So it's it's an interesting yeah, mix. So, yeah. so what they decide if they if they bring him in, I, I won't blame them. I, I can understand it, but just what you're expecting—that's the whole thing. Yeah, I don't think and he just, can. Oh, he's the answer now. We're he's, good. Nah. He's not all decade, Jason. Peter. Nah, he ain't the Peters he's that we that. you know from 2015 or 20. He ain't a, that Peters. As much as we love Tyron, he's not the same all decade mm-hmm. guy. He ain't 2011. That, you know. Jason Peters is 40, so temperate. On the, on the streets for a reason. Yeah. Okay? It's on the streets for a reason. I mean, nope, don't, I mean, nobody ever fell back into the Whitworth conversation. There's no, you ain't heard nothing about, you know, maybe we grab him. Maybe, I mean. Okay. Now, it'll cost he, a little bit. The thing is, is, he was still under contract with the Graham, oh, so, so you, you have, have to, to make a deal. Okay, you would have to compensate them. Yeah, but, so. But, okay, and Chris, how about this one? He was Go hurt ahead. last year, too. You know, yeah, I mean, they have former TCU uh, kid Noteboom out there yeah. playing left tackle. So this is a guy who was hurt last year. You come back, you win the Super Bowl, brother. What you coming back for? For oh, if I'm in, I'm, I'm good. Right. Hey, don't even call it my fault. Right, you yeah, forty. I mean, so, yeah. and, and and let's you've retired, so you know that retirement year. Man, you, once you get a year under your belt after you retire, or that, that yeah, first no, that first offseason, man, you, you ain't trying to go back. You're not doing all that work no, you used you to do. You start swinging the clubs. You, I mean, so you eating bo- what you want to eat, you know. So your body is not. So this man's <laughs> oh, body is not there. No, 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 no. I said, no, no. Whitworth. Oh yeah, no, no. This man is still not getting up, hitting the gym, nah, and going to work it out. Nah. Especially his alignment. No, you get that free time. Especially if your kids is in school. You, oh, you drop them off. You're like, oh man, I got hours. Right. He's got kids. So, so man, no. So nah. that's that. That whole Whitworth thing is is is. Guys have to want to play. Peters has spoken about, hey, I'd like to give it one more ride. So I would assume, and I don't know, I hadn't seen it, but I would assume he was still doing the things to keep himself. Yeah, if you, if you, if you still want to go out there and give it another go. I mean, you're not out there, you know, swinging the clubs and, you know, just relaxing, eating what you want to. Obviously, he still had plans that maybe, maybe I have another shot, just one more shot. So maybe he was training all the way up to this point, waiting until the regular season started. I hey, have no idea. We got to hit a break here, but go, go Google Jason Peters and see 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 him in that Bears uniform. I, I, I see it on tape. You can see it on tape from the All Twenty Two. You know how far away the All Twenty Two is. You, <laughs> if you can see them things overlapping, I mean it ain't. Let's just say it ain't Tyron. It ain't Tyron Smith. 
I think Tyron Smith. But not too many people got that. Okay. Um, Cowboys carrying five safeties on the roster. We'll talk to you about that. And another big topic of conversation happened yesterday. Let's dive into that. Barry Church. <laughs> our newest Scruggs players. I was by you by Tostitos right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score, September 2019. Back to the Players' Lounge. Here we are, Players' Lounge. Minus Danny McCray. Danny McCray is out enjoying the Labor Day holiday. We'll mm. see him next week. Yeah, we sometime. We sometime there. I believe Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Thursday? Yeah, Monday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so the, ch- the show's changing, by the way. Yeah. By the way. Find Players Lounge on Spotify, wherever you find your podcast at. We're Give us there, a listen, okay? Man. Give us a listen, like it. You know, we need we need to get our numbers up. Smash so more the you. like button. Yes, yeah, smash yes. that like button. Yes, yes, please, 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 please. Um, <laughs> Heckma Harrison is going to join the show. Yeah, old Heckma. Yes, yes. So. Former, what was it UNT? He was a UNT linebacker, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Heckma. We're going to get some insight from him. So he was man. at K State, from K State, went over to UNT. Yeah. And uh, so he's he's joined the show. So uh, is Jesse Holly okay with that, uh, Chris? That, that uh, Heck was leaving. Uh, he wasn't on Jesse's no, it was, show. No, it was Isaiah. 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 So yeah, he, I, I think Isaiah is okay with that. There hasn't been an official announcement. So thanks, Nui. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. That's what I'm doing. I'm announcing it here. I'm announcing it here. So, Breaking news, baby. Hey, we'll, we'll see how. <laughs> it's a good test to see how many people are watching. Uh, <laughs> It is, man. <laughs> so we're going to add to the show. We're going to add to the show, baby. There add to go. the show there here. You go. As many times that, that people go on vacation, we need an extra body on this show. <laughs> you ain't lying, CB. You ain't, you ain't lying. I've been an only main. I mean, a couple here, of, I'm about to say, a couple times I was like, hey, Church, you want to do it by yourself? You're like, ah, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm the only main stay here, man. <laughs> so. Next thing you know, we have a co-sponsor, Sandals Resort. <laughs> 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 
The only consistent person on this show was me, guys. <laughs> you right, man. I, I was second. I was a close second behind CB. Close second. Close second, man. We all know Danny. He doesn't talk about perfect attendance. He ain't coming here. But anyway. And knew he's got every other Friday, right? Knew he? Hey, yeah, look, I, I'm in school. So yeah, I, I, hey, I, I, I have hey, a legitimate excuse. I'll give you that. what you got to do, man. I, I'm I'm do, a, I, I am in school. You gotta do My last year, too. Follow your dreams. Last year, no, I'm trying. You know, when I get when I get fired from my other job, I'm got to have some security. That's what hey, I'm trying to do. Smart man, smart man. So I need some money. I need some school money. Speaking of money, oh, go on open the wallet. Man, go on open the wallet. Go ahead and tap into this leather right go here. Go on man. open up that big shot card bank. Man, you know what? You know this is this is bringing me pain right this now. Is golf, it's the golf money anyway. You're not <sighs> doing is, anything. You're just giving me golf money. So there was two bets that we raised. There was, there was two. You lost both bets. I did, but I brought half of it right Kel- here because I, I was thinking because we, we don't we, we heard what Kel, we heard what Mike McCarthy said, but it ain't official yet. It ain't, it ain't what you official. Mean? He said it yesterday. He said, but I ain't seen nothing yet. I ain't seen nothing in the paperwork yet. So I, I ain't see it. He, he, we, we, he said it. McCarthy done heard, said some things before that wasn't that wasn't what happened. This so, is official. This is a, a Calvin Joseph is official. Like a referee with a whistle. Get my 20 for Kelvin Joseph, making a team. It's a green fees, yeah, man. He's a green fees. <laughs> so a bucket he, of balls. Man, that, yeah. that's cart That's cart me right he there. He did say in his press conference two days ago that he doesn't see that the uh, roster is official until after week two. See, there you go. That's what he did say. There you go. But he, he did goes, I have did the right to, a, to massage the roster, and man. we'll look. I kind of look at the roster after Boy, but that's what he that wallet quick. He, he can massage it all day, but he came out. I'm just out. saying what man, he look, said. I'm just that's saying. Why we put, that's Did why you, you listen 20 to the press that's conference? That's why you got 20 and not 40. Look, right? man said Cooper Rush is the backup. Hey, man, we done, we done heard some things before. The, the man said that. We done heard some things. Okay. He, he also somebody, said, tell, somebody tell me he didn't say it. He also said he reserves the right to change his mind, just he like Parcell said. So we, right, we, so right, we, we, right. That, and that, so it's up in the air. And that'll be for some safeties or some old linemen. It's not going to be for the quarterback position. We don't know. All right, we don't know yet. All okay. right. Barry, who'd you say he was a starter or the backup? Yeah, I thought it was going to be Will Greer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the pra- and they already said the practice squad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, they're both practice they are, squad they're both guys. The practice squad. So they can both get Paul, uh, all- pulled for the second guy. You yeah. know so, that, right? So we'll, we already official, know Rush is the number two. When, when, when Sunday, was it Sunday comes around, 8.30 Eastern, and you see 10 as a backup? All right, there it is. But until then, until that, you know, that 20 stays with me. Mm. Until then. But, hey, boss man fat, it's official like a referee with a whistle. Man. Okay. So at you least got I, got, I got half. You got, you got okay. boss man. Okay. I got some gas money. Boss man fat made the roster. He did. Got some gas money here. As the uh, fourth best corners, or fifth best now. Five safeties on the roster. You good with that? I think you had to, man. I think you had to. I mean, you, you know, that was the first time I believe. I'm not 100% on this, but it might be since my rookie year that they had five on the roster. But, if you look at it, man, you got to keep through the three at the top, Donovan Wilson, uh, Hooker, and uh, Kirsch. You got to keep those three. But the two guys that they also kept on there, Bell and uh, Kirsch, or Bell and uh, McQuamu, I think you had to. But just because of the position flex that both of those guys, you know, possess. And you look, especially McQuamu, you look at him. This is a guy, he could play free safety. We saw him get an interception in a preseason game at the nickelback position. 
He's a converted corner, so he can play him outside if need be. It's just a jack-of-all-trades, and the more you can do, the better you are. So you, you got to keep that guy in there just for position flex. And the same with Bell. He can play that strong safety. He can play that walk-down linebacker role, the same as Kurtz does for this team. So I think you had to keep both of those guys. Now, the safety room is extremely deep. I think it's one of the deepest rooms in the National Football League when you talk about the Dallas Cowboys safety room. So it'll give both of those guys time to develop and uh, become you know key contributors to the defense. But that's, that's a loaded group right there, and I think you had to keep those guys. I, I look at this, and I don't think sometimes fans still understand. There's 17 games. There's a lot of games. It's a, a lot, lot of games. games. Mm-hmm. And you've got eight quarterbacks on the schedule who've been to the Pro Bowl. They can dice you up at any time. Six quarterbacks who've started a Super Bowl. <laughs> Three quarterbacks who've won a regular season MVP. You, you got to be deep. This, you know, they're the throwing. You, you got folks who sling it, yeah, okay? And, and you know the old saying, you know, you, you can never have as many, you know, rushmen as you need. Like, you can never have as many covermen as you need. So, I think they went deep at the right position. Um, like you said, cornerback, I think they went, what, six six deep at corner, I believe? So, you, you got to be deep in the secondary. You got to be deep in the defensive line room. And that's what they decided to do. They had to do it. So, you got two guys who are going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame on your on the schedule this year. You got Tom Brady, you got Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rogers, you know, yeah. Matt Ryan has won an MVP. He's on a much better football team. Yes. Uh, where he's not going to have to do the work with an excellent offensive line. Running game is going to be outstanding. You've got Matt Stafford. You got to go to the Rams' house this year. I mean, there's some really good quarterbacks who can throw the football. Joe Burrow. Here. I mean, yeah, Joe mm. Burrow, and, and that's that core they've got that's coming at you week two. So the safety position has changed. Yes. And you're playing a lot more nickel and dime than than ever in yes. this league. And you and I know they have not made legislated these rules to help defenders. Not at all. I mean, it, it, the, the wildest rule to me is a defender if he if he tries to protect himself and cut an offensive lineman coming around the corner at him, you know he gets a penalty flag. But it's all good when offensive guys can come through and, and cut this guy. Oh, that's just a part of the game. It's, Come on, man. You got a big 300-pounder coming at you. you. You just supposed to let him flat roll you? I mean, you got to protect yourself somehow. I mean, cut him low. Cut him low, man. But that's a penalty now. So, But, it, you know, it's an offensive game. It's an offensive game, and they want as many points scored as possible. So, if sure. you're going to manufacture it to the way that, you know, the offenses can succeed. And, you know, I just feel sorry for those defenders nowadays, man, because you get fined and flagged for anything in, in the game nowadays. So, We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully we're disciplined enough not to uh, have too many crazy penalties out there, but we'll see. So these these Cowboys uh, safeties under Joe Witt and Dan Quinn, they've done a good job yeah, of I'm developing them. Yes. That's, you know, that's that's another fear that and I know we're away away from but That's another fear to me. If Dan Quinn takes another job is you're going to lose him. He's going to bring coaches with him yeah. and he's going to most likely try to bring some players that he can with him who are available. So so there's a, you know, what they have right now in this Cowboy defense, which, by the way, is going to have to win games this year. It's the strength of the team, especially early on. I mean, they're going to be counted on as being that team to, or being that unit and that, that side of the ball that's going to have to carry these guys just offensively until they find their identity. And so there's going to be pressure on Dan Quinn. And a lot of people are going to be like, oh, can you take the football away in back-to-back years like you, like you did last year? Can you take the football away just as good? And, you know, history tells. I mean, last team to do that was, what, 85, 86 Bears. So what's, it's going to be tough. What's the number? You know, when you face Tampa Bay, what's the point number in your mind? If you go to the defense, like, what, what, what is it? Is it 25? Like, what do you need from your defense? Like, you got to hold, hold them you gotta hold under 24, I think. I think you got to hold them to at least under 24 to have a shot. Because uh, I, I just don't see offensively. 
us being as dynamic and having our identity to where, okay, we can put up points. You know, last year, you know, this offense was dynamic when it they came to the offense. They can throw it. Was it was 30. It was yeah. 30. It was a 30-point offense. Yeah, they can go and give you 30 easy. Now, I mean, a lot of pressure is on Dak to elevate these young receivers and these young playmakers. So, I mean, I think you got to hold them to 24. You got to. You think they got 25 points in them on offense? That's the name of the game, man. You're going to have to. They're going to have to put up at least 25. Because I just can't see a – I mean, I, I just can't see a, the defense shutting down Tom Brady and holding them to under, you know, hold them to, let's just say hold them to 17. I just can't, I can't see that happening. So offensively, you're going to have to. You're going to have to put up at least 24, 25 points. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, especially with this O-line and these young receivers out there, unproven. And one thing we didn't speak about as we get ready to wrap up this show and you talk about, you know, scoring. Can Maher do his part? Last year against Tampa Bay. We saw what it came down to. Was okay. it two missed kicks? It's four points. Four points. A missed kick and a missed extra point, I think it was. Yeah. It's four points, man. And it's that's what it points. came down to. So and can can he can he get the four that Legatron couldn't get? That's what it's going to come down to. Because this is going to be, to me right now, as you've lost talent, you you've it's the margin of error has gotten yeah, slimmer. Super small. So you need Brett Maher to connect. Yeah. And, my, and my, my real only fear is that this defense gets worn out early in this game. Like, I, that's my biggest fear. Like, I think if the defense has enough rest, I think they can match with that's Tampa Bay well. That's why you got to run. Because if you're three and out, three and out consistently, and your defense just sits down and they hear in the background, punt ready, punt ready, it's going to be a long afternoon, a real long afternoon. So offense, at the worst-case scenario, at least, at least hold the ball a little bit longer. And finding some chunk yards. Yeah, if they're we'll doubling C.D. Lamb, you know, how can you, is there a way you can get some chuck yards from Pollard? Maybe you're throwing Turpin out here. Into yeah. some, I mean, what do you do so you can, I mean, they've got to figure out, that's, this is Lee, but you need to get some chunk plays um, to sustain some drives, to move the ball down the field. Even if the drive stalls, that Brian Anger, your Pro Bowl punter, can pin him deep, can pin him deep yeah. and, and make Brady and company have to go you know, 75, 80 yards. I mean, that's when I start to think about this football game and, and how you're trying to win it with your defense, your offense has to play a part of this. They well. got to. They got to. Because, they can, like you said, they can't wear them out too long or else, you know, Tom Brady will start to pick these boys apart. So. Hey, week, a week from tonight, uh, we've we'll got see. football. Football. Yes, on, on NBC. It's going to be the Bills and it's going to be the Rams in, in Inglewood, California. And then that Sunday night football is going to be here. I'm talking to Chris Collinsworth here, here in about uh, two hours. Okay. All right. Your man Jason Garrett is doing media today for hey, NBC. Hey, JG, baby, let's go. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get on that call. <laughs> yeah, tell him how much he ain't on do, it. <laughs> I do want to get on that call. Tell him I got his notebook right here still, man. I still got it. Still got look, it. Look, I want to make sure, all right, I'm looking at that camera. I think Jason Garrett will be good on TV. Okay. okay. I, I, I know he'll be good. So we'll, okay. we'll see. We'll see. So if you're thinking of the Jason Garrett you saw at the podium, that's not gonna, that's not going to be that's not him. That's not him. Because Jason Garrett's a, he's a hell of a storyteller, and he'll be able to illustrate something to the audience, and he'll do a hell. Of, I, he'll do it for I know for sure he'll do a way better job than Breeze did. J- Jason, know for Garrett, sure for that. Jason Garrett will will be good. Yeah, I'm just so, I agree. So, so when you say that, you hate to know it. Coaching wise, <laughs> television broadcaster, <laughs> I think he can be good. Yeah. TV is filled with guys. Who are mediocre coaches? Dick Vitale. Yeah. Yeah. Lee Corso. Jerry DiNardo. There's some cats out there. Rick Neuheisel. There's a lot of guys who are just mediocre coaches, yeah. but you throw them on TV, man, they get it. They can go out there and do it. And they're all right. Yeah, I agree. 
You know, so so you don't have to. Dick Vermeil before he went back, man. Dick Vermeil took the Eagles to a Super Bowl, had a great TV career, went back with the Rams in a win Super Bowl. He was really good for a whole lot of years. Yeah, yeah, that's filled with then, him, like you said. So the, the, the industry is filled with people. And you know what? Jason Garrett is going to par- write it down. Jason Garrett is going to parlay this into his next coaching job. You think he's going to get him back to football? What, dude? I don't know. We'll see. This is the play now as a former coach. <laughs> Get your name out there in, in, in the media world, and then next and thing you know, your, your, your name's called up. And so then you're now visiting teams. You're talking to owners. Uh, you're talking yeah. to general managers, and point. they see it. And it's Rick Carlisle. When, when Rick Carlisle got let go by the Pistons, guy went to ESPN. Next thing you know, when he got hired by the Mavericks, and up winning championship. Avery Johnson did it, and yeah, he got himself back it, yeah. in the booth. John Makovic did it. Urban Meyer, man, he went to TV. <laughs> you know, go hire a man, go do Jackson. Now he's Jack. back so to TV. Now he's back to TV, but but you know, we see this happen a lot where guys are sitting up in the booth for a minute, the next thing you know, that that stuff plays. And and they're able to go get another job. So I'm just telling you right man, now. Give my boy Mark Jackson another shot, man. He deserves it, man. Not everybody, you know, you know. <laughs> you know how that goes, though. Exactly, you know exactly. That exactly. <laughs> Very church New Scruggs. This has been the Players Lunch brought to you by Tostitos right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!